In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm afraid to say I'm here with a uh, Scottish Steelers fan. I'm here with Stuart Love. Stuart, how are you, buddy? I'm very, very good, buddy. Good to be on here. Excellent. And uh, Stuart, let me just give everyone a bit of an introduction. Uh, You do a lot of work with the NFL and you challenged me to a uh, field uh, goal kicking competition, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I was down in Birmingham at the NFL UK live show um, in January. Got talking to a couple of guys, and a few of them boasted that they could kick a ball sixty-five yards. So I took it upon myself to to create this challenge. Um, and obviously, you being a Cleveland Browns fan, um, fantastic what you do. I thought, you know what, you are the ideal guy to challenge to do this. I'm Scottish. We are terrible at every sport known to man. So I thought, why not um, challenge the old enemy, a nice Englishman, and come down and try and do this, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. Um, But, mate, I can kick a ball over a double-decker bus, but anything on a pitch, I may struggle. (sighs) I've seen that video, actually. I was quite impressed. I was like, sheesh, what have I got myself in for here? Because that was actually quite an impressive kick. Um, I posted a video online, and I am absolutely (laughs) dreadful. So I need to get the practice in. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the challenge, Em. and coming down to your um, draft event, which is going to be pretty amazing. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, so um, just in case uh, anyone didn't know, I'm hosting a uh, 32-team charity draft, live mocker draft night or afternoon in uh, in London. So I think we've got about 100 people. I went to look at the v- venue today, and everything's all approved. So people just got to turn up now, and uh, the rest will be history. Yeah, no, it's really good. And obviously, I've been speaking to my guys that are involved in my um, team for the Steelers and got some great ideas already. So, yeah, very excited for this. So, I really hope it, it, it cools off and it's a great day for you, buddy. All right, no worries, mate. It's not for me. It's, it's a fans event for the fans. But you're on today to talk about what the Steelers are going to do in the draft. So, uh, mate, educate me. What's, what's going on with the Steelers at the moment? Where, where are the weaknesses? <sighs> We're, we are a mess at the moment, but I think we can be in a good place. We could be in a good place. I think the whole Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell situation has really made things complicated at the organisation. Um, you know, we allowed Bell to leave in free agency after he sat out the whole um, past season on a contract stare down. Um, you know, we accommodated Brown's wish to be traded after he became increasingly disgruntled in Pittsburgh. Um, obviously a clash with Ben Roethlisberger um, and the last few days on NFL Network you know I've been watching the annual coaches breakfast um, and it's been interesting just to see what Mike Tomlin um, is actually saying about all this you know and he's he's saying he's got a perspective that um, he's been in the job for a number of years now um, he traded Santonio Holmes to the Jets after he was a Super Bowl MVP so he's used to all this sort of um, big change but Going forward, you know, very, very positive. You know, we've got running back James Conner and wide receiver Judy Smith-Schuster. Um, they've become highly productive players for us um, and they're even more indispensable now. So, you know, I think 
going forward, we really were relying on these guys. Um, in terms of how I, I see Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, I'm a huge fan. I've watched him win two Super Bowls. But his attitude over the last three seasons has left a lot to be desired. You know, him spitting his dummy out, saying he might retire. Um, he's calling out players on his Pittsburgh radio show. So you can tell there was massive friction between him and Brown at the end of the season and ultimately ended with Brown moving on. Um, so going forward, how's he going to develop that relationship with um, Juju? You know, and, and can they connect? You know, because it's, it's going to be very, very important. So coming to the draft, you know, um, obviously we've got the, the 20th um pick, you know, in the first round, um, yep. second, second round, we've got the 52nd pick, third round, 66th pick overall uh, from the Oakland Raiders for Antonio Brown. We've got the third round, 83rd, fourth, I think it's 122nd, fifth, 144th overall, um, and then we're going to the sixth, 175. Um, we did have seven picks, but now, obviously, we've made a few trades, so we've got 10 picks. I can't see them going all out and using 10 picks. If we do, there's no way all these guys make the roster. Not a chance. Um, I think what we need to realise is because we've lost Bell and Brown, everyone is panicking right now, you know. But what we need to remember that Bell was out for one year. That was all of 2018. So everyone's freaking out saying we need someone to play with James Conner. But look how that turned out. You know, James Conner was October's AFC Offensive Player of the Month. Juju eclipsed a thousand yards and his needle is pointing in the right direction. So, you know, now that we're through that part of free agency, you know, we have an extension with Eli Rogers, um, Dante Moncrief added to the team. We've got Mark Berrin, inside linebacker, hybrid safety. Um, Dan McCullers added back. We've got Stephen Nelson, the big sign-in at corner that may shift some of the priorities because of that pick at number 20. So, you know, overall, I think, you know, we're looking good. Um, we're definitely not looking to draft a kicker or a punter or a long snapper. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, you know, it's happened before. Um, so special teams is off the board. Um, we're not looking at a day one or two um, defensive lineman or defensive end unless someone who's going to end up kicking out as an edge rusher. Um, I don't see running back as a priority. And quarterback, no, we don't need anyone at the moment. We've got some picks on Josh Dobbs, um, Mason Rudolph, and your man from um, the Hard Knocks kid, is it Brogan Roback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah, at, yeah. He was at the Browns, a, you know that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I remember seeing him on the, the Hard Knocks, and he's actually good when you're looking at the bottom of the depth chart, when you're looking at a starter for the NFL. Um, so I'm quite excited about um, going forward. What I do know that the Steelers did meet with the D-line at the Combine. So there's a rumour at the moment that Emmanuel Turner from Louisiana Tech, um, but the Steelers are looking at D-line to some degree. Um, as I say, we've got 10 picks, so not to worry about too much um, about quarterback. I mean, that Brogan, he actually did quite well for the, the, the Browns. And I actually thought that he was, would have made the roster um, but obviously got traded out to us. Yeah, Stu, do you th what's the strategy with Big Ben? Do you think one, two more seasons left or more? Actually, <laughs> I thought he would have been gone at the end of this season, um, just the way he was going, but the way they're looking at another two to three year contract. As I, I was just said earlier, I'm a big fan of Ben. Um, he's been great for the organisation, but I think his true colours have shown over the last year. Um, and Two years max. I mean, as we like to say in Scotland, he's a big lump of a man. He's a big lump. And, you know, when he gets hit hard, he's very injury prone. So we've got to start looking at the future um, quarterback. So I think he's very much like Tom Brady. I think over the next sort of two to three years, you're going to see the end of that era of quarterback um, and going forward. Yeah, because behind that, you haven't got like someone that's like 
definitely going to be replace him. So you're either going to have to trade up and get someone in the high in the first round, or um, yeah, I don't Absolutely. know what strategy he's going to be really. To be honest, I don't think they're going to go quarterback at all in this draft. Um, just I've been doing a bit of research and. I think they're just they're holding out with him and obviously the, the two guys that we've got. So for the time being, I think we're just going to have to hold on to, to Big Ben and, and hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, so if you think the top, if you've got the top um, first three rounds, what positions do you reckon you're going to go with? Defensive edge first or defensive tackle? Uh, defensive edge, um, definitely um, at the moment. Um, it's quite funny. Um, I was listening to your podcast earlier um, and some of the names being thrown around, especially on other podcasts, but one guy is um, Chase Vinovich um, of yeah. Michigan. And a lot of people talking about him at the moment. Um, first round was uh, Montez Sweet of Mississippi State. Um, third round, O'Shane Eximis um, of Old Dominion. Fourth round, Joe Jackson, Miami. So I think that's where we're, we're looking at the moment. Um, offensive line is still intact. Um, I mean, we've got Chu and Hayward. Hayward's 29 at defensive end, and I think Chu's 25. They're both still young. I mean, they're, they're through to 2023, 20, 21, two of the highest paid players on the team. Well, now that Antonio Brown's gone. So, yeah, I think that's what we're looking at the moment. I mean, we've got um, David DeCastro, Joe Hayden, Steve Nelson, and Pouncey. So, they're one of the, the top young guys being paid in the roster. So, yeah, that's, that's what we're looking how, at at the moment. How is my old boy Hayden doing? I think he's doing quite good. I've been quite impressed with him at the moment. Are you a big fan of him? Yeah, obviously I was when he was at the Browns, but now he's moved on. Uh, I wish him the best, and that's it, really. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know we're, we're talking about the Steelers at the moment, but how exciting is it to be a Brown fan at the moment? I mean, seriously. I mean, I know you've obviously got a lot, a lot of listeners over in the US, and, you know, as a Scottish Steelers fan, these guys are impressive at the moment. I mean, really, really impressive. I mean, when you're looking at, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. there, Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, Jabal Peppers, Nick Chubb, Antonio Calloway. I think I just want to jump on that bandwagon now and just come to <laughs> Cleveland with you. <laughs> Mate, we, we haven't got Peppers, though. He went to Giants in the other way. So, uh, ah, um, so he did. Yes, yes, yes yeah. he did. But we've got Randall, Ward. Um, yeah, obviously a few uh, Pro Bowl uh, uh, guards and Schober, yeah, so it's looking good. A, a question for you would be, um, seriously, who do you think is going to finish higher, Browns or the uh, Steelers? I'm being honest, I really believe that you guys are going to be a top 10 team next season, and I think the Cleveland Browns will finish higher than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, there, anyone else in the division you're worried about? Everyone. I really do. Yeah. I think that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in danger of becoming the new Cleveland Browns. You know, it's uh, Mike Tomlin is not filling me with confidence at the moment. Um, you know, the last 10 years, if you look at the, the players we've had and the teams that we've had, you know, we should be there. We should be winning Super Bowls, but we're not. You know, and that organisation, especially the last three years, is, is almost just falling apart. Um, whereas you look at where you, the Cleveland Browns are, you know, I'm super, super impressed with just the way that, you know, John Dorsey has, has brought that organisation together. Freddie Kitchens, and a lot of people were not too happy about him coming. I think it's a master, you know, giving him the job. You know, he's obviously got a fantastic relationship with Baker Mayfield. And anybody, any coach, I mean, you look at Bruce Arians and the relationships he's had 
with all these quarterbacks over the years. You know, he's worked with Andrew Luck, Ben Roethlisberger, Carlson Palmer, and he's always got the best out of these guys. So if you can get the best out of your quarterback, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. And I think Baker Mayfield is an absolute star for you guys. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be huge. And obviously, it'll be interesting to just see how Kareem Hunt comes into the the picture. I was reading earlier that um, I think Roger Goodell might allow him to actually come to the facility and train um, with you guys. So that'll be interesting to see how that that pans out. But I definitely, I think this this is going to be the the Cleveland Browns year. And I, I genuinely think that um, you will you will definitely do a lot better than the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Stu, mate, thank you very much for the kind words. And uh, this year, if you're so confident the Browns will do so well, we'll have to go and see a game together. Well, I was actually just speaking to the wife earlier today about it, and I've got her full permission um, to, to go out to either Pittsburgh, but I'd like to go to Cleveland with you and experience that, that atmosphere. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about taking a Steelers fan into uh, <laughs> the First Energy Stadium. I think... Uh, they probably uh, I'll probably get shot on the way doing that, but um, I think you maybe go uh, Pittsburgh with you. Uh, direct flights from uh, London as well. I can get down from Edinburgh no problem, and I'd love to go out to Hinesfield with you. It'd be such a great experience. We could record the the whole experience, you know, and share that for the, the NFL UK community, um, and obviously your 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 great fans that you've got out in Cleveland as well. All right, Shuba, look, mate, thank you very much for your time. I'm guessing you had a few drinks tonight. I've had a good few scoops today. The last few days, you know, obviously the kids, um, the chicken pox not being too well. So I thought my four days off work were going to be nice and relaxed. Absolutely not. So I thought, join the guys for a few beers and then be brave enough to come on your Cleveland Browns um, podcast, which honestly, I've got to say, mate, what you're doing is absolutely fantastic. Nah, Stu, that's really kind, mate. And uh, like yourself, mate, all the stuff you do with NFL UK and all the events you put on, mate, well done, mate. So uh, and I look forward to seeing you at Easter, mate. And... Uh, uh, I can't wait to put you up in my uh, Browns fiend bedroom so you can. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to bring my terrible towel down. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. And you ain't wiping your ass with that either. Please. I'll be chopping it up. <laughs> All right, Stu, mate. Have a great evening and I'll see you soon, okay? Absolutely, buddy. And stop posting videos of Phil at Stakes. I'm happy. <laughs>